Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 788, air date October 4th, 2020. I know we're going live on Instagram. We're coming live here on uh, Facebook and obviously YouTube. Obviously, Twitter has done a very, very awful uh, set of events uh, because they've essentially attacked me politically by using the force of the Secretary of State. And we'll talk more about that. So wait for people to join. I'm going to be doing an interview today with uh, uh, people of Springfield, Massachusetts, which is in way Western Massachusetts. And these are three hardworking uh, working people who wanted to interview me to uh, talk about a number of issues. And so they run a small podcast. So we'll also be podcasting on there. And I look forward to other people joining us. Michelle, who's joining us here. So we have Bernardo from Mexico joining us here. As you know, Jersey, Jersey, keep up the great work. Great. Good to have you. Who else? We have, uh, what's this? Uh, Dartmouth, Massachusetts, Darlene Cardosa. Good to have you, Darlene. Got a lot of hearts. So uh, I love yous. Great. Thumbs up. Good to have you again, Bernardo. I haven't seen you in a while. We have people joining us. Connecticut. Um, good evening again. Uh, Florida, Abington, Massachusetts. Great having you, Stephanie. Stephanie, Stephanie, if you're out in Abington, make sure um, you email me directly if you want to help with our volunteer team, vashiva, vashiva.com. Great to have you. Um, also, Darlene, Iowa. We have people from um, uh, Florida, Arizona, Louisville, Fall River. Great to have you, Nick. St. Nick, Louis, Alabama, Nick, Pennsylvania, D.C. D.C., excellent. We have people joining us. Nice to meet where is that? Dedham, Mass. Dedham, Massachusetts. Awesome. And um, as you know, uh, we've had an unfortunate situation, which we're going to expose a complete violation of the First Amendment, because the state, the Secretary of State of Massachusetts, after I began exposing election fraud, the Secretary of State of Massachusetts was responsible for this, contacted Twitter because I shared actual evidence, which is actually the email communication between me and the legal counsel. And uh, they essentially... Uh, shut me off Twitter, which is an unfortunate. So all of you listening, you should all at, you know, tweet at Jack, J-A-C-K, which is a CEO of Twitter, and call him out for essentially being a puppet of the state of Massachusetts. This is essentially an amazing example of the government and big tech working together, no different than what occurs in, in fascist countries like China or what, what, you know, failed states that we call in some of these uh, other quote-unquote third world countries. So, Boston, Massachusetts from Omaha. Great to have Trey. Uh, Shannon Barron, good to have you. Uh, Palm Desert, California. Great. All right, let me just jump right in. And I'm going to jump right into our guys over here. And um, hello, guys. This is Dr. Shiva Ayadurai. I'm, I'm not sure if you guys can see me. Hope you're doing well. You know, we're doing a live here and we've uh, told people. How are you guys doing? Good. How are you? That's oh, good. Fun. Good. We have, uh, you know, as, as you know, I've, I've told people that we're going to be doing a live stream with hardworking, uh, three hardworking guys from Springfield, Massachusetts. Many people know we just had a rally today uh, in the Boston Common, which is really dedicated to the working people. And it was a rally really uh, to encourage people to recognize that we need to move beyond, you know, black and white, left and right. And we need to really start uh, raising our political consciousness to a politics of recognizing that it's working people. Who are being whether whatever color they are the ones that are being attacked from both the republican and the democrats and this 
concept of Republican and Democrat is something that's fiction. It's created to manipulate working people so they don't unite against the real enemy, which is a very, very small set of people who uh, want to force vaccinate us. They're the guys that want to do lockdowns. They're the ones who for the last 50 years have been essentially transferring and redistributing wealth upwards. So there is a socialism, but it's not quote unquote socialism for you and me. It's a socialism for a very finite set of people. So that's what we talked about today. We had a great showing, you know, with less than probably, you know, eight hours notice. So uh, I'm glad you guys wanted to do this, but um, I, I think it'd be, but all you guys, I, I know I read your resumes. One of you guys is a truck driver. Is that right? Maybe. Yep, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> Who else does, what else do you guys do? I'm a roofer. Roofer. Okay. I do uh, commercial roofing, all the flat roofs. Uh, the rubber, the rubber roofs. Museums. Yeah. Oh yeah. All single ply rubber roofs. Uh, yeah. Still do some tar jobs on older buildings that uh, don't want to put the money up for the new stuff, but uh, mostly a lot of new stuff, a lot of new construction, a lot of old buildings. Just all not right. Open up anymore. And who else do we have? Uh, Chris. Chris had to go pick up his sister. He's, he isn't here. Okay. Uh, he will join us in a few minutes. All right. Great. So let let's start. Let's just just jump into it. I, I prep people that. You know, we're going to, tomorrow, we're going to be out in Springfield, Massachusetts. We did a rally here. We're going to do another rally. Two amazing women mothers uh, who have been part of the medical freedom movement have organized that. But again, it's going to be dedicated to working people. And we're going to be out there 12 to 2. Michelle, maybe you want to get the exact location. I think it's up on our website if people want to share it. Uh, if you go to Yeah, Shiva, we will, absolutely. If, people, if, if people want to go to shivaforsenate.com, um, you'll know exactly where it is. Yeah, so it's out in Springfield, Mass, near the Eastfield Mall, which is on 1655 yep, Boston yep. Road. So it's tomorrow, October 4th, Sunday, 12 to 2 p.m. So we encourage everyone to come out there because uh, uh, we need to realize that the politics, again, that we keep talking about are a finite set of people who control us is not really the politics that benefits any of us. So I encourage everyone to join us out there. Uh, that is uh, in Springfield, Massachusetts at Eastfield Mall. Okay, you guys want to jump right in? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, did you did you watch the presidential uh, debate? What did you think? Yeah, so the so question uh, was, so was, yeah, so I, yeah, so I watched- a nightmare, you know? Um, yeah, did I watch the presidential debates? It's a good question. Uh, some well, people you know, shut it off, some people are jumping out. Yeah, I think the whole thing was nonsense. Sorry. Yeah, I think the whole, I, I think the question is, what were these presidential debates about? Look, what's happened is that these debates, the network news people, uh, they're really not interested in ever getting into any real issues. The questions that they ask have nothing to do that are in any, any ways relevant to our, our lives. And what's happened is you essentially have, uh, it's like WWF wrestling, right? And they want the masses to essentially reduce their political wisdom and their acumen and they want us to basically focus on idiotic issues. We know that the elites are corrupt. We know whether it be Hillary Clinton or Hunter Biden, all of these guys are corrupt. So, you know, we already know that. This is like whole hump, right? So, you know, that you know you can have Trump hitting them or, you know, him hitting, um, you know, Trump for some tax issues, but the entire freaking system at its core is basically based, it's for the elite. So, and then you have these guys just screaming at each other, the whole thing, really made you wonder whether in fact Trump even wanted to win, whether. Yeah. It, it, so I think it was quite I interesting. Um, um, you know, has there been some other deal struck? And in my view, 
what's really going on is that, you know, what we've exposed here in Massachusetts with the landslide victory that we were headed towards and the election fraud that took place, which we can talk more about, um, is fundamentally that um, we poke the bear, you know, people like you and I, you're a roofer, you know, you do, you know, I, I, I'm an engineer, and we work for a living. And when one of us comes up from below, that's it puts a fear of God into them, especially when we have mass support. So they can flip a switch and they can really suppress us. So I think we've exposed that. And I think we have a huge opportunity with the write-in campaign we're starting to do now to further expose it. I agree. Um, I thought uh, I thought Biden looked pretty good that night. Uh, do you think that he was given anything? you think that's why he turned down the drug test? Uh, he looked like he was a lot more awake and conscious. And it's got me thinking that maybe his his uh, slip-ups are an act almost. What do you think? I don't know, man. It's hard to read these guys. I think the more relevant is, look, these guys, look, they don't do, you do roofing, right? You go up and you have to do something. It's a very clear thing, right? If you don't do it and your customers aren't happy, you don't get paid, right? If I don't deliver an engineering product that works, I don't get paid. We have to make things work. If you don't do your job right, these people never have to do anything right. And everything they do is about manipulation. So you don't really know what they're doing. Because think about being a master of lying for most of your life. I don't think we can even imagine that. But literally, think about if you were a master in carpentry or a master engineer, uh, you know, or a master yeah, of this, this craft. I got you. Yeah, this is their craft. And think yeah. about it. There's a video of Biden talking about how he has, I believe he has, he said he has three degrees and he graduated That's top of his class. And then later he said, oh, I only have one degree or something, right? Yeah, so yeah. Th the fact how glibly they can lie should make people really recognize that these people are at a level of uh, being something that we can't even imagine. So by the time you even try to figure them out, you're never gonna be able to figure them out. You almost have to walk in their shoes of being a living, breathing, lying instrument of just nonsense. So that's what they are. So we can't imagine that. So we can't, we shouldn't even try trying to explore that because we'll probably hurt our brains or probably our minds. I got you. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's, let's talk about uh, your uh, election here. Uh, last week I saw you tweeted that uh, a million ballots have been destroyed in the mass primary election. Uh, can you give us details on what happened and how you guys noticed? Uh, I mean, sure. obviously you noticed right away, but uh, the details of it. Yeah, so look, there, there are sort of three important parts of understanding this. You you know there were thousands of our signs in Western Massachusetts, thousands in Central, everywhere. I mean, we we everywhere exactly. We had about ten thousand lawn signs. You know, thousands of volunteers, hardworking people like you and I, putting them up. They weren't like political hacks. We had no paid volunteers, but people worked twenty four seven on this campaign. Every hardworking person uh, on this campaign is election was stolen from them, not mine, but yours and everyone else's. So we had 20,000, 30,000 donations from people all over the country. 500 standouts, you guys held an event for us out there, right? Like that 500 events, I went to 250 towns. Um, up until 7 p.m. of September 1st, we were out there. The word that we heard everywhere was landslide, landslide, landslide. This guy was nowhere to be found. We had 14 major billboards network TV ads, radio TV ads, and everyone loved our campaign. We pulled people into the electoral process 
who never even wanted to be part of it, right? They registered, but they didn't want to be part of it. People put bumper stickers on, people held lawn signs and standouts who never did it. That was our campaign compared over here to the bunch of crickets with nothing, no lawn signs, no bumper stickers, no political, no standouts, no campaign whatsoever. And this guy uh, was appointed and we're not going to give him his name because we're not, I'm not here to use my platform to give him advertising, but his website was cock, cock for Senate. Okay. This was a political nature of this guy appointed by Charlie Baker to be the designated loser because they don't, they basically have done a power sharing agreement, the Republicans and Democrats, one guy, one set, two set of people get to be Democrats, senators, and the other fool gets to be the quote unquote Republican governor, Charlie Baker. Before that, it was Romney. Before that, it was Bill Weld. So that's how they've organized it. Once in a while, maybe they'll throw a black face in there like Deval, right? Just to make the masses yeah, think yeah. there's some democracy. But fundamentally, that's what they're doing. So they did not expect our movement to come. We spent nearly three quarters of a million dollars on. We took all those donations. We plowed it in to mainstream media advertising. So we had mainstream media advertising and an amazing ground game. So we had Air Force and the Marines on the ground. So they don't know what the hell hit them. So their only solution to this, and this is what they do when everyday working people work hard, they cheat. Okay. They're cheaters. That's why this guy was out in his little stupid, whatever, vineyard wines, you know, t-shirt hanging around with his idiots out in Cape Cod. Right? He wasn't doing anything because he doesn't have to. This is like the kids who cheat in class, right? They don't do anything because their mom, like the kids you saw in the college things, right? Their moms and dads bribed. The, that's what they do. That's yeah. what these elites do. They cheat, they lie, and they're actually, uh, frankly, they would never survive in doing your kind of job, my kind of job, actually going out and never taking any risks. So that's who these people are. They're actually very weak people. They're dysfunctional people, but they survive because of lies and manipulation on them. So, so I knew that there were going to be from all the math I've done. I mean, I'm a, I do statistics. I have four degrees out of MIT. You don't get those degrees without being good at math and being able to predict how to, how point a, you know, something that leaves point a ends up at point B, right? Trajectory of things. Um, so I knew there was going to be at least 325,000 people in this election. And I knew we on September 7th, with all the data we had, with all the polling we had, with the nearly 20,000 pledges we had in hand, that we were gonna get around 200,000 votes, and this other fool on a good day maybe got 100,000, right? It was gonna be 60, 40, or 65, 45 hour way. What were the results? Well, in the county, Franklin County, where it was hand counted votes predominantly, we won, okay? By six points over this guy. And in every yeah, other- Yeah, in every other county, he gets 60-40. So a pasty-faced white guy, don't take this the wrong way, wins in, <laughs> in, in you know, all Hispanic alarms, wins, wins in all black Rockton, and wins in all white Plymouth. He must be a mm -hmm. man for all seasons. No way. No freaking way. I've seen one sign of his, right. and I drive all over the state. Right. I didn't see any. I didn't see any, no bumper stickers, no signs. It was off It was right. off an exit of the mass pike. That was the only reason that I saw it. And it was a little guy too, like somebody took it from their yard or something. But the, all the other big ones, Mohegan Sun and all that right. stuff. And, uh, yeah. yeah, so so basically um, they were probably watching our campaign and knowing that we're gonna flip the switch and we'll talk about that, how they do it. And they knew that they didn't have to work. I mean, Charlie Baker's son molests a woman on an airplane, no big deal. I'll hide it, right? 
And if you or I or any one of us did that, we'd be indicted, our mugshots would be out there, they'd make a big deal, right? But that's is one rule for them and another rule for us. And this is what we have to understand. And that was a collusion between Republican Charlie Baker, the Secretary of State, to make sure that a guy like me would not destroy Markey on the debate stage. So they had to put a doofus, doofus one against doofus two, lawyer one against lawyer two. Um, by the way, on our new cards that we put out, you know, we clearly show, show that we're doing the write-in campaign, if you guys can see that, which says stop election fraud. Perfect. And on the back of it, it teaches people how to do it. Oh and, yeah, I've been passing these out. Yeah. We put out, we put out a couple thousand already. Yeah, you got to get at least 15,000 each. I'll bring them down tomorrow. Each of you guys. And then seriously, <laughs> that's what we're doing. And on the back of it, it says lawyer one, doofus one, and lawyer two, doofus two, right? So that's what it is, if you look at it. So that's what they do. They do not want any opposition. And any foolish person who says, Shiva's gonna split the vote, the Republican, look. No, they're, they're taking away, anyone who votes for these two fools is taking away votes from us, working people. So anyone who's foolish enough to fall into this Republican, Democrat stupidity, you're an idiot, okay? And you need to wake the hell up because these people don't give a damn about you, all right? They're playing you like watching WWF wrestling. So if you want to watch WWF wrestling and thinking it's real, go keep doing that and you'll see where your life ends up. All right. But if you want to be a working person who actually does something for a living, then you need to get off your butt and people need to go right in because this is a show of defiance because every right in vote gets hand counted. They cannot machine count it. So what happened was the night before the election, that very corrupt criminal fellow, uh, Bill Galvin, puts out a message and he says only 150,000 people will be voting in the Republican primary. In the headlines of the article were record voter turnout. Well, two years ago, only 260,000 people voted in the Republican primary. So he's telling me 110,000 people are going to, less people are going to vote. You follow the numbers? 260,000 people voted in the Republican primary in 2018. And now he's predicting 150,000 people are going to vote. All right. That'd be like you're measuring something and you know something is wrong. You know, you know the measurements of something should be higher. You know, because with mail-in ballots, there's been a 25% to two times increase. Because so we said, okay, at least 320,000 people are gonna vote, which is 25% more than 260,000 from 2018. In 2018, by the way, 600,000 Democrats voted in the Democrat primary. So he was predicting 1.3 million people more in the Democrat primary, which is 2x increase, but 50% decrease? Why? Republicans are like what? They, they like to be hermits? It's not true, right? So what we found out was, in fact, when the election takes place, only two, you know, it goes down by half a percent, maybe gone up a little bit now, right? Because they, they're suddenly finding votes in Franklin, right? 3,000 votes showed up, 750 votes showed up, and this election still is not closed. So the bottom line is they cheated anyone who looks at this because we won in Franklin County and every other county, 60-40, 60-40, 60-40, almost precisely 60-40. So how do they do this? One of the things that I discovered, you know, I've been programming since I was a five-year-old, 14-year-old kid, you know, engineering. And uh, the work of Bev Harris and Benny Smith showed that in these voting systems, this is how, uh, well, th what they showed was that there's a feature where they can multiply your votes, all the votes you got by a factor, like three or 3.5. So if you got, let's say you got 200 votes and I got 
300 votes, they could multiply your numbers by three. So you get 600 votes and take my votes, 300, and divide it by two. So you end up mysteriously getting 600 votes, I get 150 votes. So just let that sink in. It's called a weighted race model where they can weight your race, weight your votes, okay? So if you are pro-Shiva, your votes could get cut off at the voter level as well as the candidate level. And this is a feature in the system called a weighted race. So write that down, a weighted race. And our votes are not stored as whole numbers. It's not like Nick got one vote, Dominic got one vote. No, Nick may have gotten 0.25 votes or Dominic may get 1.3252 votes, you see? It's amazing how they get away with this. Yeah, this is, it's freaking amazing. And by the way, I did a show with a guy in England called Camelot TV and he, go, and he goes, this is fucking ridiculous. And he goes, I don't curse. And someone put on his thread, why are you cursing, John? He goes, well, because this is fucked up. And if you don't get angry at this and you don't use four-letter words, then you should go check if you got a lobotomy done, okay? And if you're critiquing me on using four-letter words, you should probably go get check if you had two lobotomies done. Because if you don't get angry at this, something's wrong. So what did they do? And how does this work? When you go to places like Franklin County and you take a paper ballot and you walk into the precinct and you fill it out, those votes are hand counted ballots. Why? Because it's given to a human being and they actually look for the dot. Okay, they say Nick got, oh, that dot's for Nick, that dot's for Dominic, right? And that is stored, okay? And they have to save that for 20. The, the federal law says any records that are in connection with the federal election or any records that are generated must be stored for 22 months, okay? So I'll come back to this. So that's the hand counted vote. So remember in Franklin County, which is 70, 80, 90% hand counted, we won. You go to all the machine counted votes, we didn't win, 60, 40. And that, the machines that they predominantly use there is called the DS200, which is a scanning machine. So there you fill out your paper, right? And you put it through it. What does that machine do? What that machine does, it takes your paper, it scans it, no different than a scanner or a Xerox machine, you know, makes a picture. That's what I thought it looked like a Xerox. Right, it scans it, right? And what does it do? It's scanning your paper and converting it to what's called a ballot image, a digital image. By law, they're not supposed to start tabulating the votes until you know, the 7 p.m., 8 p.m. when the election ends. So it's it's storing ballot images. So 1,000 people walk in are you into Springfield, into some precinct there. 1,000 people put it into those scanners. How many ballot images are created, Nick? Dominic, 1,000 ballot images, right? Well, then when 8 p.m., the, you know, the door closes, no one can come in, they click a button, and what does that do? The software on that machine starts tabulating, right? In the, in the case in Franklin County, human beings are tabulating by hand. In this case, there's no human being. There's pattern analysis software, and it searches, as I showed here, for that dot, okay? It says, oh, there's a dot. The machine says, oh, one vote for Dominic. Oh, there's a dot. One vote for Nick. One vote for Dominic. Now, if everything is up and up, the total number of votes, if there's a 1,000 voters who came in 1,000 ballot images, how many votes should there be? Same, right? It should be a thousand. No, there should be a thousand votes, right? And maybe, yeah. maybe Dominic got, maybe Dominic got four, maybe Dominic got five hundred votes. Maybe you got 
250 votes, which is 750. Maybe another 250 people decided not to vote. They didn't care for either of you. They left it blank. So that adds up to 1,000, right? 500 for Dominic, 250 for you, 250 with what they call blank votes. Now, when it's doing that tabulation on these software systems, first of all, Dominic's vote can be multiplied. Let's say Dominic is going to win. They say, holy shit, we don't want this guy. He's a working guy. We want our guy, Doofus. Okay, I'm not calling you Doofus, Nick, but we want this other guy, okay? So what we're going to do is we're going to multiply Nick's vote by four, 4.0. So Nick gets 100 votes, 1,000 votes. You only had 250. And then we're going to take Dominic votes and cut it in half. So his 500 votes become 250. Suddenly, Nick is winning on a landslide, 1,000 to 250, and let's say 250 blank votes, right? So they would report that Dominic won, you know, by 75 to 25, something like that, okay? Whatever that ratio is, all right? But what are the total number of votes? 1,050 votes, right? 1,000 for Dominic, 1,000 for Nick, 250 for Dominic, 1250. Yeah, I've seen uh, I've seen districts report over 100% voting uh, happening in 2016 and stuff. I was wondering how that goes under the radar as well. Yeah, that, but, but here in this case, what what it, what's just happened in this example I gave? Suddenly we have 1,500 votes, but only 1,000 voters came into the precinct. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, no, absolutely. And how many ballot images were there? Only a thousand. And by the way, the ballot images are the ballots. Why? Because that which is counted is the ballot, period. So in the case of the hand counted ballot, it's a hand. And so when I said over 1 million ballots are missing is we went to the secretary of state. I gave this FOIA. Here's a copy of it. I went right to Galvin's office with a bunch of our uh, uh, cameras. And we said, look, you have 10 days by uh, law to deliver me all the ballot images because I knew they cheated me. There's no fucking way a guy won who, did, who, who didn't campaign. There's no way. And so we said, where are the ballot images? So when we go to ask for the ballot images, the guy, a guy called Will Rosenberry, behind the screen, we have this all on video. He says, we don't have ballot images. We turned that feature off. And then he realized what he said, oh, okay, okay, I believe they were turned off. We'll get back to you in writing. Then he says, hey, man, what do you think? What do you think? We rigged the elections? We have that on tape, too. So it's like basically a thief basically saying, oh, what? I didn't steal anything. You're, you're accusing me of stealing something? Yeah. Well, you probably did steal something, okay? So yeah. 10 days later, we go there on September 21st on a Monday to say, "Where are? where's the data? I have my hard drive here. Give me the ballot images. Well, he's nowhere to be. And they say we don't uh, actually they tell us we have two more days. It's 10 business days. So September 23rd, we're waiting for something. We get nothing, which is by law. They have to do that. So September 24th, Friday, I called him up. I said, you're violating federal law. And this guy says, no, 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 I'm violating Massachusetts law. OK, oh, boy. So what you end up finding is that finally the morning of Thursday, because they got scared, because I documented this, we get a, an email from the legal counsel of the elections division, boldly telling us that Massachusetts law prohibits them from saving ballot images. Not saving means destroying, right? Because they were created.
because that's you can't because the machine counts ballot images. So so they actively destroyed them because the default setting on those machines is saving them. So they went and turned it off. Turning it off means you're saying destroy. It's like the sh yeah. like let's say the shredder is not turned on and you turn on the shredder. The default setting is don't shred documents. And you say, oh, we decided to shred them because we don't want to store documents. We want to throw them in the garbage. So I asked her, show me the law, the Massachusetts law that tells you to shred them, right? Destroy them. Nothing. I ask again, where is it? And the email we get back is, well, we stored the paper ballots, the paper, what we're required to do, but we didn't store the ballot images. We're not required to. So I write back an email saying, what you've done is illegal. It's a violation of federal law. And this election is null and void. And I said, clearly, Charlie Baker and Bill Galvin had you do this. And I'm sure you're covering for them. Those email threads, those four emails, two of mine, two of hers, I post on Twitter. These are public documents. She's a public official. Within hours of posting that, I get shut down and suspended from Twitter for doing nothing wrong. I heard about this. For, yeah. And every, all of us should have barked at Jack, at Jack. And if you're listening to this, everyone should tweet right now at Jack at Twitter, call him a racist scumbag. There is racism. I always and, call Jack out. I love yeah, and, 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 yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, you should call him because they're the racist. And racism is dividing black and white. Making sure when a guy like me comes up from the working class, they want to split us. They don't want to hear truth from us. And that's what he did. And so what you have is, more importantly, you have the Secretary of State, a government official who I was critiquing, which is why the First Amendment was created, so we could criticize our government, calling a billion-dollar big tech company to tell them to remove me. And as I've said before, I keep giving this example, and I'll keep doing it until everyone understands it. If you were in some banana republic somewhere, you know, in some what we call, I don't think even Venezuela has voter IDs, by the way, and you said, oh, the government of Congo, the premier of Congo called Twitter and told them to shut down their opposition candidate who was exposing fraud in the, in the country and Twitter complied. People would go, oh my God, how could Twitter do something like that against these poor Africans over there? But in America, we've been all brainwashed. We've been made fat, dumb, and happy to believe that only occurs over there to those brown people and those darkies over there. Sure, it yeah. doesn't occur to our country. Well, this country, Massachusetts, the center of the deep state is a banana republic. They use systems which do not, it's not one person, one vote. They can turn on features and they violated federal law. Those ballot images are the ballot. And they did destroy them because they don't have them. By federal law, they're supposed to store them. So my statement, Massachusetts destroyed over 1 million, because remember 1.7 million people totally voted. Yeah. 1.4 million on the Democrat side, they're also gone. 1.7 million ballots were, were destroyed in the US Senate race. It's an absolute fact. Show me the ballot images, because they are the ballots. So that's that's the facts. There's a question on your Instagram. They're saying, how is that? Are they going to be counted differently if you're handwriting it? Yeah. So, so someone just on Instagram, Nick asked a question. So, so, so here, here's the deal. First of all, we're not walking away. Most people like Bernie Sanders who get jacked up because he's part of the establishment. Oh, well, okay. Just give me a vacation house and I won't say anything. We don't do that. Okay. That's not what working people do. We're hardworking. All those 3000 volunteers who helped us, we don't walk away from them. 
So we're moving this to a write-in campaign. Write-in means when you get your ballot, when you, see, when you go to the Senate section and you see those two other doofuses names, doofus one and doofus two, you write in the right space, Dr. Shiva, and you fill in the ellipse. You got to do both. And when this is put through the scanners or otherwise, it'll say, oh my God, it's a write-in vote. That's got to be counted by a human being. Okay? It's got to be hand counted. So that to the answer to that question is, this will be treated differently. It would be hand counted and this piece of paper will be over here. By the way, they don't give us access to those paper ballots that they scanned in because you only get to do a recount if it's 1%, if it's very close, you see? So they create, yeah, that's, uh, they, they create a landslide against us and then you can't get at the paper ballots because they have that rule and they delete, they cover their tracks. This is yeah. That was everybody's. Sorry, that was everybody's talking point. Was that you weren't allowed to demand a recount and all that? Sorry about that. Guy. No, no, no. It's a good point. But look, the bigger issue here is this: working people, be be your roofer, you're an engineer, you're a nurse, you're a teacher. We are the ones that this attack was against. This wasn't an attack just on some abstract election election system. This was an attack against all of us. Because we built this campaign brick by brick, sweat by sweat. People like Michelle work full time. She was out there in the rain collecting ballots. You guys, you know, came multiple times, held events for us, right? Working. This was a working people's victory, a landslide. It was awesome. I seen all the people showing up at the the, the Walmart there. The exactly. We had we had what three hundred people show up on a, yeah. a on a seven p.m. night. Okay. Yep. We didn't see anything for this fool, nothing for Marky, nothing for Kennedy. They could barely get out paid volunteers out, paid, not volunteers, paid political hacks. And everyone here should be really, really upset. And people are. We've had a thousand more sign orders. And so what, what we need to see happen, Nick, is everyone out in Western Mass, when we come out there, you know, we're going to bring you guys another 50,000 cards. We got to put this on everywhere out there. Everyone's got to know that we're not walking away. And by the way, Lisa Murkowski and Strom Thurmond, there's two examples of two senators, US senators who won write-in campaigns, okay? The two ingredients to success are visibility, people need to know your name. Well, everyone knows our name. 95% of people, they know us, meaning us. This is not just me, us. And the second thing is letting them know, hey, I'm doing the write-in. We're not walking away. That's why in the next 10 days, we gotta get millions of these cards out there, millions, and it's really easy. We designed this card for working people in the middle of their schedule. If they're a truck driver, if they're a mother, when they go to the store, they can meet people, put them on the cars, hand it to them. We did this for everyday people. This is our bullets. This is our bullets right now. And what we're telling people is to take their sword. And remember, the pen is mightier than the sword, the pen, and write in Dr. Shiva. That's what we want people to do. We want people to exercise their defiance. That's what we want people to do. And that's the order of the day. So this is an opportunity for all of you who like what we're talking about to actually take action. We Character, remember, is action. So it's one thing to talk, 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 talk. I hate the deep state. I, I love Dr. Idre. It's another thing to now get off your butts and do this. And this is the order of the day. We don't need talk. We need action. And by the way, we have people, it takes, and by the way, this is an amazing weight loss program. Okay. We don't charge anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 1,000, you put 1,000 cards up, one pound. Okay. One pound muscle loss and a half a pound of, I mean, one pound, one pound of fat loss and you get about a quarter pound of muscle put on. Okay. Yeah, That's we, what, we haven't done clinical research. Yeah. 
So all of you want to lose weight, you don't have to pay me money. 15,000 cards you put up, you lose 15 pounds, okay? So, <laughs> so that's actually a, a good workout plan. Yeah. Um, we, uh, we have some, uh, let's see here. Uh, this was, uh, I, I was waiting for Chris to get here, but he's not here yet, so I'm gonna ask his first question for him. Um, you've been advocating digital rights legislation. Have you developed or are you developing any policy proposals to protect digital rights and privacy to add to the Truth, Health, and Freedom Plan? Platform. Yeah. So the question, the question, Nick, you're asking is so. So remember, we have truth, freedom, and health. Truth, freedom, and health. Truth, freedom, and health. Those aren't words. If people go to shivaforsenate.com, which is our website, if people go right up there, um, right up on the website, uh, I can share the screen if you want. I don't know if I can share here. I can share. Uh, so, yeah. Okay. So if I go to, if, if you want me to share the screen, or you guys can do it either way. But if you, oh, yeah. no, you, no, you go. Why, why don't you guys do it? You can share. You can guys share, but if you go to shivaforsenate.com and you go meet Dr. Shiva and you go underneath that meet and click on issues, you you can go to shivaforsenate.com slash platform. Okay. You will see that we have, yeah, go to Shiva. Yeah. So if you go to, so everyone out there listening, by the way, while you guys are bringing up, I'll just do a quick picture. All of you listening out there, it's really, really important that people go to shivaforsenate.com. You can donate to our campaign. You can support the campaign. Shivaforsenate.com slash slash uh, platform, P-L-A-T-F-O-R-M. Yeah, um, but if, if you guys go out there, you can donate to the campaign. Anyone who donates to this campaign, um, I wanna educate you on how systems work. There's a great book called System and Revolution. You, you donate 25 or more, you get that. And you get access to a very powerful tool called Your Body, Your System. Your Body, Your System. And what that tool allows you to do, it allows you to understand the body is a system. So if you go to yourbodyyoursystem.com right here, for those of you who are outside of the country, you can go right there and support us. But you, this is based on thermodynamics theory, systems theory, combined with Eastern medicine. You can really understand the body as a system, what kind of system you are. The black dot is what kind of, how you've deviated from yourself. And then you can figure out how different foods and supplements can realign you back to you. So I want everyone to take advantage of this. You won't find this anywhere but it's a way of me reciprocating uh, for the support. So everyone take advantage of that. But anyway, if you go to, uh, if you go to the website also, and you go over like- Yeah, I clicked on the digital rights ad. Yeah, so let me go over here. Yeah, so, so people go to that site, Shiva for Senate, and you go to shivaforsenate.com, and if you go right here, you can always go to the issues. Yeah, so I've already put together a bill, okay? So the first day I get into office- Yeah, so the Digital Rights Act fundamentally says, which is right under truth, freedom, and health, the, the, the freedom under freedom, you'll see the Digital Rights Act. And basically what that says is, there is an institution that was created by our founders called the US Postal Service. And that the Postal Service was created because all of us were considered to be the press. And a lot of people have forgotten about it because no one reads history anymore. Meaning you were the press, I was the press, we, we could all use our own letter and we could print Writing copies, and, and the Postal Service was a way of disseminating information. For pennies, we could distribute our information, and if anyone interfered with that, it was a 22-year sentence in prison, okay? And by when the electronic media came, the very dumb people, non-innovative people at the Postal Service forgot what, why the Postal Service was created. It wasn't created for mail, it was created for communications. So when electronic media came, the Postal Service should have offered its 
infrastructure <coughs> for email, for the equivalent of Facebook and YouTube. And I told this to them in 1997. And if they had done that, we would have a commons, an equivalent open infrastructure competitor to Facebook, to Twitter, to Hotmail, to Gmail, all these guys. But they didn't do their job because they don't know what the hell they're doing. They forgot their mission from 1792. And if you go look at the arguments that were taking place when the Postal Service was created, um, they were talking about privacy. They were talking about rights of communication because the crown, you know, before that wasn't allowing us to communicate. So the Postal Service was, you know, it was sort of the, the first version of the Second Amendment to the First Amendment. What I'm saying is it was the infrastructure that protected the First Amendment. Okay, so this is so that act basically said the Postal Service needs to do their job and offer this infrastructure. And if they do, we would not be in this. And in fact, it's the only solution. It's the people's network. The Postal Service has been attacked and maligned. But I tell you this, those guys deliver mail. You put it in the mail. It gets to them. Now, over the years, they've been politicized on purpose by both parties. But the Postal Service is quite an incredible organization that if they are if they are renewed in what their original goal was, which is to be the commons, like the public park or the public commons of communication. So that's what that's about. Yeah, the majority of them are hard workers, just like us. It's their leadership, just like unions. All the union guys are good, and it's the leaders that have the issues. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Someone's saying, Michelle, do you have the cards? Yeah. So one, one, one people are asking, do we have cards to Michelle? So these cards we have, if people want these, we need all of you. It's really easy. Again, it's a great weight loss program and we don't charge you, you know, $29.95 a month. It's free. Okay. We want everyone out there. If you want, send me an email right now. V as in Victor, A as in Alpha, S as in uh, S-H-I, V as in Victory, A as in America, V-A Shiva. VA Shiva at VA Shiva.com. And if you do it right now and tell me your phone number, your email, put it up there and let me know where you are. And we will make sure you get at least 10,000 cards. We need a hundred people to put out 10,000 cards. We need to hit about a million households and we'll, and we'll win. Everyone needs to know, or they'll cheat again and we'll expose them again. Okay. Look, every time we do the right things, when the, when the beast cheats on us, we expose it again. And our movement's just going to keep growing. They cheat. Our movement grows even more exponentially. So we win anyway. We're going to win anyway. We win with their cheating. We win without their cheating. Okay. So we shouldn't, we should define our victory as getting more and more and more people enlightened, not to just some abstract concept of the deep state, but to actually how they cheat us. They cheat us by manipulating. Right. So this is, if we say, oh, the deep state, that's a conspiracy theory. No. They actually have a system in the voting machine where you're not treated as a whole vote. Let's go look at the software. It's in there. It's stored as a floating point variable. Number two, they don't store ballot images, which are supposed to do. They delete them. All right. These are just facts. These so so if they want to cause conspiracy theorists, you say no. You're the one who is you who is part of a conspiracy against us. That's what the truth is. There is a conspiracy and it's you against us. So everyone, if you want this, please email me right now. This is an action everyone can do. And if you're out of the country, out of the state, you can help do phone calling for us. We have phone banks set up. We need to let everyone know to start making phone calls. That's what we need to make people to do.
Go ahead, Nick. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. People yet. Oh, no worries. No, no. I want to let, I want to let you Yeah, but I think you guys on the ground out in Springfield, I'm going to bring you out 30,000 cars. Just bang them everywhere. Go to that's every shopping great, mall. Right? That's yeah, what we need, guys. We've been hitting, though. That's yeah. what we've been doing the malls and everything. And uh, I had my, What's that? I, I had my son carrying one of the What's that? signs. Yeah, one second. Someone's got a question on Instagram. This is Dr. Shiva. You have quite yeah, a few followers outside of Massachusetts. Other than donating, how can we help you make an impact on the political establishment? Yeah, so people ask. We have a, by the way, our movement, Nick, for Truth, Freedom, and Health, and Dominic is a movement that's capturing the inspiration. It's, it's an, outside of Massachusetts, across the world. So any one yeah, of you outside of the world, separate from donating, separate from what you can do is you can take to social media. You're allowed to take my content, distribute it, because when they shut me down, you guys should rise up in arms against that. So right now, every everyone listening, hit, send, you know, tweet at Jack, at Jack, say scumbag Jack. Why did you take down Dr. Shiva? Okay, you're the racist because he is a racist, because Jack talks about Black Lives Matter. Well, I'm black, okay? You're black, we're all black, okay? As long as we're treated like slaves, because that's what they can do, we're all black. So let's redefine, if they wanna talk about Black Lives Matter, they don't give a damn about Black Lives Matter. They don't give a damn about the police. By the way, the Republicans say, we care about stopping defunding the police. No, they don't. They don't care about the police, so they make white people be supporters of the police, and the black people and the liberals be supporters of blacks. Well, none of that's true. The, the reality is the condition of black people in this country has gone down. So all of you out there, the way you can help is, number one, go hit this scumbag Jack, okay? It's been seven days, I've done nothing wrong. It's like being a political prisoner in this country. So everyone should hit, tweet at Jack. Number two, you please send me an email, VA Shiva, VA Shiva, you can be begin, become part of our digital warrior team where when you see people talking about Massachusetts, anything here, you gotta let them know Dr. Shiva's doing a write-in campaign. You gotta vote for him. And the other thing people can do is to broadly send out the message everywhere to other people. Tell 10 of your other friends that they can support, donate to our campaign, or they can tell their friends in Massachusetts. You know, it's surrounding the city from the countryside. Massachusetts is the center of the deep state. You got to think about it from Star Wars. Remember when Luke Skywalker hits that one shot and it blows up the Death Star? <laughs> Massachusetts is the center, particularly Cambridge, Massachusetts, is the center of, it's like that, uh, the Death Star's point. So you have to let everyone know that we're running. It's a working people's movement has been unleashed in Massachusetts and we're not walking away. And let everyone know, become a digital it's warrior. Really bad guys were in Fallout 4. What's that? It's where the bad guys were in Fallout 4. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. Is that <laughs> yeah, true? It was, yeah, it was set at uh, uh, MIT, all that stuff right there. Wow, okay. It's, it's funny you say that, Dr. Shiva, about uh, Cambridge, because I hear a lot of stuff from my uh, my coworkers. They say, like, wow, a lot of the history in Cambridge itself and, like, a lot of the stuff that, like, that was very interesting to that I found interesting that they were like, ah, whatever. You know, I, I, I feel that some parts of Boston are just, you know, ooh, because Nick brings up a lot of um, good points with uh, architects and like all sorts of different kinds of symbolism. And we always say symbolism. Oh, he's, he's, he's talking tin hat stuff. That's what he's talking about. <laughs> well, look, look, the, you know, you have to just think of it this way. At minimum, they're a club, they're a fraternity, they right. have their rituals, they have their hazing, whatever the hell they do. But it has yeah. nothing to do with us. 
I don't think we should. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think what we should focus our minds on because they want us to go be distracted. What we yep. should be doing is organizing or working people's movement. That's what we need to be doing. We need to get united because all these things, yeah, they're probably true. Okay. But you know what? Life is very freaking short. We come into this world with nothing. We're going to leave with nothing. And in that short period that we have, we got to start being bold and courageous because what is what is happening right now is the elites are getting much more stronger. They're getting wealthier. In the last three months, there's been $6 trillion worth of money that's been printed. 600 billionaires increased their wealth by $2.3 trillion. 30, 38 million Americans went out of jobs. 20% of the restaurants are going out of business. We're going to be forced vaccinated. This is where this is heading towards, okay? Schools are being shut down, lockdowns. And all of this is, it's basically telling us, you got to take care of yourself. You got to work from home. You got to, you, basically, we have to use our infrastructure while we pay taxes because their infrastructure, the roads, the bridges, the school systems, the health systems are all busted. They took our money and they siphoned it in the last 24 in the last 40 years, $50 trillion, Dominic, was extracted from you and all working people, and it was distributed upwards, okay? This is what we should be focusing on because we have a short window of time. If we don't get our shit together and get organized, what's going to happen is we won't have time. It'll be a luxury to fight for freedom because food costs are going up. Everyday people say, wow, i got to get food. What are you talking about? Fight for the First Amendment. I don't have time to... Uh, work hard to make sure you got kicked off Twitter. That's like a luxury. See what I'm saying? So we got to understand the incredible amount of wealth that's been distributed upwards. That's what's going on. So they're distracting us with issues and we should get focused. We should get laser focused. Agreed. Agreed. Um, Chris, uh, go ahead. You want to, uh, Dr. Shiva, this is my buddy, Chris. Uh, he's a co-founder of Rockwell Landers. He's got a question for you. Hey, Chris, how you doing? How you doing, Dr. Shiva? Good to see you again. Good. A little bit dark. I can't um, see you, but go I, ahead. I just wanted to, uh, you know, we're, go back to your campaign a little bit here and see if you could talk to all of us a little bit about the Citizen Science Act. Sure. Yes. Yeah, so remember, the three legs of this campaign, truth, freedom, and health, are not just words. For freedom, to freedom means freedom is the ability to have debate to attack your public officials and them to defend themselves, not throwing us off Twitter, right? So that's a digital rights yeah. act. So with freedom, with the ability to have open discourse, people are forced to defend their positions in the open forum. Now, obviously you can't defame people, right? If you said, oh, that guy uh, beats his girlfriend, and that guy you know, kicks his dog and he doesn't do that and you defame someone, you're gonna be, we're gonna file you know, uh, lawsuits against you and we'll win, okay? So the, the First Amendment means truthful free speech, okay? And, and you have to have the discourse of that. That's what it's about. Once you have open debate, you can practice something very, very important called the scientific method, okay? The scientific method is how we uh, arrive at, oh, the earth goes around the sun, not the sun goes around the earth. If we don't have open debate, you start using what's called scientific consensus, not the scientific method. Scientific consensus means Oh, these 10 fools over here who have positions of power, they say, oh, yeah, the sun goes around the earth and you have to believe that. Forget the fact this guy called Galileo has data, you know, to the contrary. But once you can have freedom, which is why the Digital Rights Act that I propose is important, 
we can get back to practicing the scientific method. And with that, we can start getting to truth. Now what's happened is the fake news behind fake news is something more interesting. It's fake science because academia today um, gets your money, you, your, a portion of your tax dollars go to fund academic research, a portion of my tax dollars do. They go to an academic who got his PhD and he's trying to become a tenured professor. That's how the racket goes. He's got seven years to publish research, which all of his other peers say, oh yeah, you did great work, right? So in that time, he gets grant money and he uses that grant money, which is our tax dollars, to do research. Now, when he does that research, he runs an experiment. He gathers data. Well, the way the current system is set up, again, just like this ballot images, he doesn't have to show us his data. He can hide it, he can massage it, cherry pick, and then he publishes data as he wants. Oh yeah, CO2 is a pollutant, we're all gonna get killed, okay? Oh yeah, you hydroxychloroquine is horrible, it can kill you, right? And by the way, it's an interesting example, because two months ago in the journal Lancet, a bunch of researchers, researchers supposedly did experiments, and they apparently got data showing that hydroxychloroquine is dangerous, it'll kill you. So other people said, oh really, show me the data. Like, show me the ballot images. Oh, we don't have it. Guess what? Yeah. That paper was retracted. Well, if you don't have ballot images, the election should be retracted, okay? So how do we solve that? Yeah. Here's a solution. If we fund federal, if we it's federally funded research by taxpayers, that research data, the instant the experiment is done, should be put up in the cloud. It's your data, it's my data, it's Nick's data, it's Michelle's data, it's our data. Like no one knows where all this climate change data is. No one has yet to prove to me that the earth is gonna burn up in a ball of fire. I can't find the data. Yeah. You see, so it's called the Citizen Science Act. You know how to use a spreadsheet, a lot of people do. I know how to use a spreadsheet, put up the freaking data. I wanna download it, I wanna analyze it. I'm a citizen, I'm smart, right? So the Citizen Science Act says, I fund your researcher PhD at Harvard, you put it up on the internet. It's my data. You can't wait for two years until you get the right data that you need so you can get go get your next grant dollars. And you can, that's what's happening with climate change research, right? CO2 is a pollutant. Okay, so if you don't say that, you won't get a professorship at any of these universities because the universities like MIT get 20 to $40 million. Any fool puts climate change, it gets funded. So Citizen Science Act, cuts them at the knees, which says, you do research, it's my data, I wanna see it. So it's not like two years later they can massage it. You follow? Okay. Now, yeah. only a guy like me who gets into politics who's done this can even come up with this concept. Lawyers can't because I'm an insider. I know how science is done. I know how software is created. So that's why, the, and I have four degrees from MIT and I've published research. No, no. Uh, a lot of the a lot of research data these days, you know, even if when you can find it, is is put up behind paywalls, where you know, I think that still kind of goes along with. No way! Uh, All that uh, data is our data. Access publicly available to to anyone to really see. It's an insider uh, trading game they're doing. They're taking your tax dollars, my tax dollars. The university gets our funding. Okay. That professor is then generating data. Then he is paying a journal. Well, the journal accepts his paper and he says, oh my God, I got accepted in nature. 
Um, and then the journal sells that paper for like 200 bucks. So if you're you or me, we can't even get access to those papers unless you have a university account, right? So the journal, the journal, the journal makers are making money. You and I don't get access to the data. We're the ones who funded it. My view is any federally funded research, that data and that paper cannot go behind paywalls. I already paid for it. Give me my data. Give me my paper. I already paid you. You can't double dip or triple dip. That's what these guys do. Sounds like the triple yeah, dip. They, they yeah. But again, what I'm sharing with you, you know, everything I'm sharing that we've discovered with election fraud is like going at the root of the root of the root of the evil. Forget Black Lives Matter versus defund the police. All bullshit. We're going at the real yeah. root of the evil. Okay. And when I talk about citizen yeah. science, act, it's going at the real root of the evil. Look, I grew up in a caste system in India, which originated in the priesthood, the elites, the academics being the top of the food chain. And that's what's happened in America. All right. The fake that's science is the fake news behind fake news. Okay. And it's run by the Brahmanical orthodoxy of the priesthood of these academic institutions. And these guys are very spineless people. I'm glad that the attorney general went after that guy at Harvard. Okay. That, and by the way, that's just the tip of the iceberg. I would say at least 70% of academics are charlatans. They're selling this country out in many, many multiple ways in these institutions and they get to be prestigious. You see? So yes, yeah, with the, uh, with the citizen science, Act, science Act, uh, provide for access to grants for companies or organizations that are not affiliated with. Yeah. The, uh, so that's, that's part of the, look, it's a draft act, but that's the spirit of it, right? Citizen science act means we as citizens, you know, a lot of research, if you go back, look at in the United States, it was decentralized. Okay. Um, the government in the 1800s would run competitions, right? Like who can build the best, you know, flying machine or who can do this? And people all over the country would participate. We need to get back into that spirit of decentralized science and innovation now. That's where we need to go to. But we, what's happened is since the 1970s, since the passing of the Mansfield Amendment, what's happened is we've had consolidation of science to a few institutions. That's what's happened. And that is consolidated power that is consolidated. Uh, basically, these academics now practice, as I've said over and over again, the oldest profession in the world. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're pay to play, man. You pay them enough. They'll tell you yep. your, your mom is horrible. She's going to yep. kill you. Mothers yep. will kill tell their children if you play them enough. And that'll be the new yeah, narrative. Huh? Yeah. <clears throat> I feel like we already put up with that. What's that? No, I'm saying that. <laughs> what else, guys? Uh, let's see here. Sorry. Um, uh, unfortunately, this week, uh, the president came down with uh, coronavirus. Uh, the mainstream media uh, was uh, trying to paint a grim picture. They were, you know, uh, I call it gaslighting. Uh, they were saying, oh, it's going to come out in a, on a stretcher, et cetera. Uh, they were, uh, they were trying to label that Rose Garden event with Amy Coney Barrett as a super spreader that was on ABC or something. Um, I don't really have a question. I, uh, the thing here is, um, oh, actually, uh, what, um, they gave the president an experimental cocktail, and I was wondering if you knew about it. They said it was a single eight-gram dose of Regeneron's polyclonal antibody cocktail. 
And yeah, I was wondering so, if something like that would work, would they use that for us? Would they try and give us something that would cure us after so if we were infected with it? Or? Look, so, so let's go back to very basics. You guys have seen the many, many videos I've done on the immune system. And I, I sent the letter to the president on March 23rd. It went to the White House. I had about an hour call with the deputy uh, director of uh, domestic policy. You know, I'm, I'm the first guy who called out Fauci uh, on this whole thing. We raised all of those petition signatures. The reason I'm sharing that background is the following. There are 380 trillion viruses you have in your body right now. You have about 60 trillion bacteria. We're all walking virus factories. So what's the difference when someone gets sick and when someone doesn't get sick, okay? The fundamental difference is when you have a weakened and dysfunctional immune system, these viruses that are around everywhere have an opportunity to instigate your system to overreact, okay? And that overreaction uh, results in your body attacking itself. These viruses and bacteria and parasites have different locations of where they go like to make home, right? Some of them like to make your home in the lungs. Others of them like to make their home in your gut and others like to make their home in your heart. So based on where they like to make your home and if you have a weakened immune system, your immune system starts firing rockets like bombshells at those locations. And it's an overreactive immune system which attacks you and it eats you away, okay? So your body undergoes autoimmune response, all right? So what do you do? Well, what you do is you strengthen your immune system. Very simple. You're a roofer, you guys, you know, drive trucks, I do it engineers. Forget scientists, scientists can lie, engineers cannot. So you're looking at an engineer who's gotta provide solutions. And the solution is you gotta boost the immune system. If you have a car and it hits a bump and the shocks are bad, what happens? You go boom, boom, you hit your head, everything falls apart, you destroy your car, right? Well, what do you do? You put beautiful, yep. you, you put good shock absorbers in. So the shock absorber, when you hit a bump, knows how to make it through that bump. That's what you need to do to your immune system. You're getting attacked, you put a nice shock absorber system in, yeah, virus hits it, your body takes a hit, and it comes back and it moves along. Well, how do you, what are those shock absorber systems? Well, vitamin D3. Yeah, I was gonna say, what can you recommend? Vitamin D3, number one, vitamin D3. The president should be taking right now, if you're if he's listening, and I, I, I posted this again, I sent him- I hope he is. <laughs> 50,000 50, IUs of vitamin D3 in two big dots. By the way, I put this out there, uh, we had a guy who's, uh, you know, a lot of people have been sending me emails. A guy said, look, I want to come on your show. I got to share with people. I'm a floor coverer in up in Lynn. I was on my deathbed. I saw your thing. They were going to put me on the ventilators. I took your 50,000 IUs. And, and he goes, within 24 hours, I had a turnaround. Vitamin D3, there's 88,000 papers. It's such a simple thing because it's not that sexy remdesivir or monoclonal antibodies or, you know, the RNA replication, you know, inhibiting vaccine. I mean, I can keep going on, right? It's all bullshit. Take vitamin D3. We all need to be on it. And if you're African-American or person of color like me, you need 15 times more sun because when the sun hits your body, white or black, your body creates vitamin D3. And through a series of chemical reactions, your body will create something called catholicidin antimicrobial proteins, CAMPs. Those proteins are like weapons, guns. They literally blow up the walls of proteins. The protein, I mean, the membranes of viruses, the membranes of bacteria. So if you wanna shoot down these bacteria, which start trying to come into your cells, invade your cells, replicate, reassemble, and leave, because they're trying to use your body to make more of themselves, right? 
So the goal is you get sick and really sick, A, if your body starts, doesn't contain the virus replication. B, if your body overreacts, it's called a cytokine storm. So it's really simple. You wanna put good shocks in your system, which is vitamin C does that. Vitamin C is an amazing immunomodulator. And that's why if, you're, if you have any one of you, the president should be on 50 to 100 grams right now of vitamin C, titrated, okay, IV drip. Thousands of papers written on this, thousands. In fact, a Seattle doctor was on his deathbed and they said, okay, let's give him some vitamin C. What do we gotta lose? Well, you know what happened? Within 24 hours, he was off those vents. So they're killing people. Again, proven, yeah. proven, proven. So the people who are in critical condition, if you have COVID, 400,000 IUs of vitamin A palmitate for two days, and it's a big shot, but it's again, it's been used for kids for measles. And then take, you know, the 50,000 IUs twice for two days, vitamin D3, you boost your system, your body generates these antimicrobials, and it goes and starts shooting those, whatever viruses down, number one. Number two, you got to take the vitamin C. If you're in critical condition, you got to take the thousand grams titrated over 24 hour period. And for the rest of us, freaking get back to work, take 10,000, I use five to 10,000. By the way, I've been saying this for almost a year now. After today, an article just came out, doctors saying perhaps we should recommend everyone take 4,000 I use of vitamin D3, okay? I'm sure they saw my stuff, but you know what? You're too little, too fucking late. Okay, you should have said this before. <laughs> yeah. All right. Dr. So, Shiva, yeah. real quick. Uh, you actually have in on your Dr. Shiva for Senate website uh, a list in one of your platforms yes. and papers that gives those recommendations for the vitamins. Yeah, if you can go to Shiva for Senate, we can bring it right up. So those of you. Um, if you go to shivaforsenate.com, and I want to remind everyone, right? Again, we have to be very careful who we listen to. So, you know, it's if you go to Shiva for Senate, you guys can go there and you scroll yeah, down. Sure if you scroll down, okay? Um, if you scroll down, you'll go down. It says take action, about four panels down. Go, go to the main page, click on the bus on the upper left. All right? There we go. And if you scroll down, go, go scroll about down. four panels down. And you go to and keep going down, you'll see a thing that says take action. Okay. One more panel. And right there, you'll see, keep going down. One more. You'll see a thing that says take action. Right there, stop. So go back up to take action. Oh, yeah, so, so right when that letter comes up, click on it. And that's a letter I wrote to the president. Right there, click on that. Okay. This is what I wrote. Okay. Back on March 23rd, if you scroll down to this letter, it, it tells the president, go to the second page. It says, look, let's split the country in four different groups of people. Don't shut down everything. Go down a little more and um, you can go yeah. down. I mean, I'll, you can go read it when you have time, but right there it says, look, there's no reason to shut down the whole country. Organize the country into four groups. Those people are testing positive. Those people are hospitalized in critical condition about to die. Those people, and I would say the president should really probably use both one and two to be safe. Those people are immunocompromised, which is three, right? Overweight, obese. So he should probably look at one, two, and three, okay? And those people are healthy. So what do I say? First, quarantine yourself, which he's doing the right thing, okay? Number two, yep. 400,000 IUs of vitamin A, palmitate per day for two days. Number two, three, take 50,000 IUs of vitamin D. 
That's what he should be doing right freaking now. Okay. Now go down because he's also, in my view, immunocompromised, right? Because he's a little overweight, right? He's got probably high yeah. blood pressure. He should also do that other protocol right there, right? Go up a little bit. Yeah. Go up, go up, go up, go up. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go down, go down. I'm sorry. Go down. That's, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go up. Sorry. Go, go up. No, go up, please. Where? Yeah. 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 yeah right here. Right group where it said, yeah, 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 group two. You see where it says? Group two protocol. Um, yeah. You see where it says deliver? 100,000 IUs. Yeah, same thing, but it's um, deliver intravenous vitamin C. Yes. 100 to gram drip per 100 day. grams. So that's okay. 100,000 milligrams, okay? And you deliver it via IV so it won't cause stomach upset. Now you could deliver it via the stomach, but this won't cause a stomach upset. Profound effects. Gotcha. Basically, bullet threes you're putting in shock absorbers, okay? So your body doesn't start eating yep. itself up. Now, everything I'm talking about is from an engineering standpoint. You know, medical doctors, I'm sorry, they don't know this stuff. They didn't study it. They're unqualified, okay? Yep. And, you know, gotcha. and, right? So that's what they need to do. Now, if you go down below that, go to group four protocol. And the group four is for yep. anyone, anyone, you know, wintertime's coming, get ready for the bullshit second wave, okay? But this is what you should be doing yep. anyway. You should, adults should be taking about 10,000 IUs of vitamin A, 5,000 IUs of vitamin D, a thousand milligrams of vitamin C and get iodine and iodine. Okay. You can get it. There's a brand called Lugol's. I don't get any money from these guys. And you should do that because that brand that has iodine and iodide in it, potassium iodide, it supports your thyroid. When your thyroid's working well, your body will convert those amazing green vegetables and all those carotenoids into vitamin A. Because when you have vitamin A deficiency, your body doesn't build the beautiful, uh, you know, support the membrane stru structures around your cell. And it basically, if you have that, the virus just bounces off. You see, it can't get in. So this is what they should be doing. Yeah, remdesivir, monoclonal antibodies. You know what? Why don't you start giving some vitamin D3, the sun vitamin? Why don't you start giving people vitamin C, fruits and vegetables, right? Why don't you start giving vitamin A, which comes from the dark greeny, green vegetables? So I don't know what they're doing over in Walter Reed, but I'm sure, the, I know the president got my letter because it went right to him. Uh, one of his very, very close associates delivered it to him, one of his very close friends. So that's what should be happening. Does that make sense? Yeah, oh, no. yeah absolutely. Uh, Dr. Shiva, believe it or not, I'm, I'm, I, uh, I use iodine every day. Um, I do, Alex, Alex Jones got me on iodine too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the iodine and the iodide, you need both. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll look up by yep. no problem. Um, oh, that's awesome. Um, Chris, did you have any other questions? Uh, you, um, you touched but, briefly but, on your Digital Rights Act earlier, also, Doctor Shiva. I was just wondering if you guys had, were preparing any sort, any uh, platform position papers to to add on to. Yeah, your uh, yeah, I did. I, I actually have a bill written. Um, again, if you go to. Uh, Shiva for Senate.com. Those of you, the question is, do I have, so people go right here. So, you know, this is how prepared we are. You know, we're prepared to go in day one and, and I'm only going to serve one term, by the way, I'm not here to be in there for life. You know, it's just one term, but if people go to the digital rights act, you'll see, and it took a lot of time. There's a bill. Draft. Yeah. Go right up to click on issues. You can click on issues right there. Yeah. Right there you are. Scroll down. 
there and click so on the digital, digital rights, rights act. act right? I mean, this is a beautiful website. Very proud of it. Look at all this work we've done. Yeah, this is nice. Everything is nice. and scroll to, uh, and scroll down. Yeah, it's okay. very easy to navigate. <laughs> everything is. Just yeah, I mean, by the way, I, you know, I build okay. I build all my sites. Okay. Oh, here we go. Yeah, so there it is. That's okay. awesome. That's a nice. Uh, okay. We're gonna have to go. Yeah. There we go. Nice. Yeah, you mean uh, there's somebody. Saying, all the platform positions are, are under all of these different headings here. So yeah, you if you want to know my position on the work that you, all of your campaign is, you and your campaign have put into this. It's very informative. Look, guys, we're we're here. This is a real campaign. This is not some schlock campaign. You know, doofus That's A and doofus website. B because they want a puppet and the puppet gets controlled. This is this is what working people do, right? We do good work. Absolutely. I've been I've been taught by you know I grew up in New Jersey. Great working class people who I learned how to paint, I landscape, all these people taught me to work hard and do great work. Don't do shitty work. So, exactly. you know, this yeah, life no, is short. It's a mass attitude. <laughs> no, seriously, this is a work of art. It's a it's a masterpiece, our website, everything. It's very, it's very yeah. nice, I like it a lot. So yeah, and if you go, if you go back to the, go up to the meet, go up to the top menu there, which says meet Dr. Shiva and click on issues. Under that top, go yeah, click on issues, and if you scroll down, so let me go down there with him. Those of you who want to see this, if you go to meet Dr. Shiva and you click on issues here, you'll see every issue we have. It's it's not just uh, text; you can read the text, but there's also a video with me talking to someone. Okay, everything has an interview with it with everyday working people. So if you want to know my position on, you know. Um, uh, you know, alternative medicine, it's there. That's, it's, a, that's what I'm looking at right now. Yep. That's funny that you think that. Yep. Let's see here. Speaking so, of alternative medicine. Yep. Uh, you see the arrows right there, Nick, at the bottom yeah. of the paragraph? Yeah, yeah. You can cycle that's through. Yeah, you, you can cycle through all of them. So everyone out there, you know, we've, we've done a, a lot of service here, and that's what life is ultimately about, serving others. That's what we've done here. So please take advantage of this, and everyone out there, Support the campaign, volunteer, you know, donate, uh, get out and make sure someone said, I got your book, Body Your System. Great, Jude. Excellent. Yeah. So what he's talking about is one of the things, if you guys want to go to this is, you know, um, if you haven't gotten this, I spent a lot of time. My life has really been spent trying to educate people how the body is a system. So if you go to the website and for that matter, how everything is a system. So if you go click on the donate button right there. What we've done is it's not like your typical politician, give me money, give me money, right? So if you click on donate, you'll see that there's a very cool book, which is right back there, which took me probably about 40 years to write. It's called System and Revolution. It's a 108 page book. But what you will learn is what is a system? You will learn the science of systems and you'll also learn how your body is a system. And you'll also learn about political systems and you'll learn what is revolution. People use the word revolution, but they don't really know what it is. So I've studied all different revolutionary theories, Karl Marx's, Che Guevara's, Thomas Paine, right? Uh, you know, all different uh, leaders, whether they're left or right, I don't care. I've studied them, I put the homework in, and I realized that the true revolution comes from below, not from an enlightened few from above. And that can be fostered, and it's not really an individual doing it, but it's essentially more of a, what I call a self-organizing system. when all of us suddenly start waking up in our little decentralized ways and the bubble occurs. It's not one person coming from above. The problem that people like 
be it these so-called uh, enlightened revolutionaries did, they thought, oh, I am the revolutionary. I'm going to create the revolution. No, it comes from below. What you can be is a catalyst. And, and it's a very different function. It comes more from engineering theory. So that's what it is. And then if you uh, uh, go to your body, your system, if you type in yourbodyyoursystem.com, I not only do, you, do I give people the book, but I teach people how to understand their body as a system. To, I've created a software tool where you can apply those principles to your own body. You answer a set of questions. It figures out, are you a Ferrari you know, are you an SUV, right? Right. So if you go, type in your body, your system up there in the URL, Nick, your body, your system, um, you get to use these engineering principles, yourbodyyoursystem.com. Exactly. And the reality is when I went back to India for my Fulbright, after I finished my PhD, I wanted to understand what was the system of medicine my dear grandmother was doing and why did it work? Scroll down. What I realized was if you see everyone is a unique body, so you can answer these questions in this three-dimensional matrix called transport, conversion, and storage, and you can figure out your body type. That's that red dot. And your red dot will move for different people. Nick's red dot will be a different location than Dominic's versus Chris's versus mine. Grow down. That's you. That's your homeostasis. And then you answer a different set of questions and it'll figure out how you deviated from you, which is that black dot. No different than an airplane being off course, right? Or you wanting to go to a certain direction, you're off course. So what do you have to do? Scroll down. You have to make corrections, course correction. That course correction is what you put into your inputs, right? The food, the supplements, the exercise. No different than, hey, I got to accelerate more or I got to put the brakes on, that kind of thing. So it's engineering theory. That's what this is about. Your body is a system. And when you take a systems approach, you understand that you can actually, uh, you know, bring your system back to you. And that's why I keep saying that ultimately this entire thing with COVID, the immune system, when your immune system is functioning right, your body takes care of itself. So you just got to strengthen your shock absorbers, your insulation systems, all those systems. It's an engineering systems approach. Does that make sense? So anyway, yes. you understand these principles, people can start understanding the foundations of all systems. You can use these principles. It just so happens you can apply to your body, but in the case of a political system, transport, conversion, and storage, transport is a movement of energy, which is freedom. Conversion is the aspect of you know entrepreneurialism and innovation, and storage is the aspect of infrastructure. So if, if, if for an economy to do well, it's got to have freedom, it's got to have infrastructure, and it's got to have innovation. And that relates to systems theory. So everyone's got to learn this. And then you can, you know, we don't need uh, anyone but ourselves to understand principles. Yeah, someone says, does a book come along with an actual book? If so, is it for sales? I would love to buy one. So Susan, you can go to Amazon and you can order, you can just go to uh, my own uh, website, vashiva.com and you can order it. You can get the book on Amazon, but you get the ebook right online for the 25 bucks. And by the way, I don't like taking people's money. When you give me money, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you something back. Most of the other political candidates say, give me money, give me money, give me money. And then they take the money, give it to their consultants. And it doesn't yeah, all get a text every 20 minutes. Yeah. Our money, every one of our dollars goes into a lawn sign or bumper sticker, or we put it into, 
you know, uh, putting up the ads, etc. Nothing goes into my pocket or anyone's pocket. We want to like burn through all our money, <laughs> meaning put it out there. So definitely. Nice. Um, I think I got one more. This one, um, there was a whistleblower from China, Dr. Li Meng Yan. Um, yeah. And uh, she was talking about COVID being purposely created, you know, genetically engineered and stuff. Um, have you seen her findings and uh, what, what did you think? Yeah, it's interesting you say that. You know, today when I was, you know, we had a rally out in the Boston Commons. We had a good showing. Uh, a, a Chinese woman came up to me. She was very, very, obviously, uh, someone introduced me. She said, you know, I went to school with her. She's a very good woman. I know her since childhood. Okay. And uh, so look, here's the bottom line, okay? Um, the, the imperialists in the United States, very wealthy people, a hundred companies today have their headquarters in China. So we got to stop again thinking left or right, Republican or Democrat, because they're all one. Um, they are all, America's being colonized in many ways by China, by our own people. You know, India wasn't colonized by the British the Indian sellouts actually helped the Brit British colonize India. Okay. That's what's happening to this country. Quote unquote, Americans are working for the Chinese to sell us out and essentially make us essentially a bunch of slaves. So uh, if you remember the timing of this, Trump goes to China and then he comes back and then he goes to visit Modi in India. And historically the deep state of the United States has never wanted India and the United States to be in good relations when they're both, Democratic countries, India just got a pro-nationalist leader. Trump is a pro-nationalist leader. And China, all the elites in this country have basically, they love, they love China because it's all slave labor. They can make an iPhone for two bucks and sell it for 2000 bucks, okay? Why are they gonna leave China? So Trump perturbing their nice, uh, you know, game, they don't want that. So if you look at the timing of this, it's quite interesting, right? So, um, one of the parts of this, so was it engineered? You know, she seems like she was sincere in, in her saying, but the more important issue is there's a colonization taking place. So it's, it's war on all levels, but more importantly, they know that America has 30% of people are obese. They know that people are very unhealthy here. They know people are antidepressants. They know those antidepressants destroy the immune system. The order of the day, again, I think that's a distraction is what can we do to beef up our immune system? We have to boost immunity because they're gonna throw all sorts of stuff at us. So what can we do to be strong? And that's why it's important to understand that whatever the virus is, if you can destroy its outer layer, which is why vitamin D3 is really important. Look, in Massachusetts, 98.2% of the people who died all had pre-existing conditions, obesity, high blood pressure, smokers, or depressed people, all right? Number one, the average age was 82.5. The average life expectancy in Massachusetts is 80. So let's assume it was biological engineered. Okay, all right, okay, fine. But what am I gonna do, okay? Okay, they're coming up with another weapon. I'm gonna beef up my immune system. That's what I do. So that's where we have to, that's the truth of this. It doesn't matter what they do. Let them try to cheat the elections from us. Let them try to do whatever we want, but we do our thing. We go right in our campaign. We galvanize our people. We strengthen ourselves. That's what we do. We don't, we do not get distracted, okay? 
with all these distractions. We have to have revolutionary discipline if we are truly going to be patriotic to ourselves. You know, remember, they wave the flag when it's convenient for them. They have really no meaning for it. When it's convenient, they'll wave the flag when they want us to go fight one of their imperialist wars to protect their assets, not our interests. Yeah, two months into all this this burning down, and now Biden's calling for the end of uh, the violence. <laughs> so yeah, it's right side too. Exactly. Um, um, uh, little uh, lighter notes. Um, if you do have some free time, what are you currently reading or watching? Anything? Uh, uh Jesus, I read so much stuff. You know, I, you know, I, I run a full time company called Cytosol, where I'm constantly reading a lot of science papers. Right, I do a lot of science still full time. Uh, but I enjoy history. Uh, you know, I enjoy a lot of different uh, texts, you know. Uh, sometimes I will uh, reread things I haven't read in a long time. One of the very, very... Same. Yeah, there's a... I mean, if you want to look for fiction slash nonfiction, there's a great book called Siddhartha by Herman Hesse. Wonderful book. You know, Herman Hesse wrote a great book of poetry, too. H-E-S-S-E. Um, I mean, I have some very good books here, you know, if you haven't read the autobiography of Malcolm X, everyone should read it. You know, I was asked to read that in ninth grade. I had a great ninth grade history teacher in uh, working class towns of Persephone. It doesn't matter if you got an A in all his grades. You, you always had to do an extra credit project. And the, and the book I read was Malcolm X. Malcolm X was one of us. He came from nothing. He wasn't a Martin Luther King who's, you know, doing yeah. coke and banging 50 women. Uh, that's why it was convenient for the Kennedy's to choose him. He was compromised. And then they used him to push forward a fake civil rights movement. Um, Malcolm X was one of us. You know, he went through his journey. But Malcolm X realized at the end of towards the end of his journey, that he gave a very famous speech. He goes, I believe there will ultimately be a clash between the oppressed and those who do the oppressing. But he said, I, I do not believe it'll be because of the color of the skin. Two weeks after he said that, he was shot. As long as he was talking about black nationalism, black nationalism, right? It was cool because they want black nationalists over yeah, here. As long as he told the line. Yeah, they want white nationalists over here, right? But it's time that white nationalists and black nationalists got together. That's what needs to really happen, okay? You know, you know this BLM movement, you know, it's a bunch of uh, arm of the Democratic Party. But I'm sure there's some sincere black people in there and some sincere misled people who truly care about rights of black people. Just like there's some of these people yeah, join, yeah, with even white supremacist group. Some of them are young people, knowing that white people in this country are also being destroyed. Right, the lower middle class among white folks, their uh, incomes have gone down by fifty percent. So both of these extremes of these groups exist to point the problem at whites, or the whites point the problem at these black people, and then they have people like Howie Carr and Jeff Cooner, who are the fakest, not so obvious establishment of the right just like the Al Sharptons and the Bernie Sanders do it on the left. So we have to understand all of these people have their career in keeping the dialectic of black and white going, okay? They don't want people to unify. And that's why our movement for truth, freedom, and health and the Shiva for Senate movement is more of a movement fears them. That's why they had to commit election fraud. They don't want people like us who come bottoms up uniting. That's why the order of the day is get these cards out. <laughs> it's more than just an election. Right yeah, great. No. It's a good workout. 
All right, guys. Yeah. Yeah. So, Dr. Shiva, we don't want to take up any more of your time. Yeah. Um, thank you so much. Uh, I hope we can do this again sometime. Um, get the details of tomorrow, and uh, we'll uh, see you there, hopefully. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, so everyone, to let everyone know, let me just... If, let me just uh, bring up the. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm sorry. Do you, uh, you got uh, some more websites? Um, yeah, yeah. So if you go to if you go to shiverforsenate.com, everyone go to shiverforsenate.com. Let me bring this up so everyone knows what we're yeah. doing tomorrow. Uh, everyone's yeah. welcome tomorrow. We're gonna have a nice, good rally. Uh, so if you go to shiverforsenate.com on on the menu, if you click on events, you'll see rally for U.S. Senate. Uh, we just did one today. There's one in Springfield, October fourth. If you click on that, uh, go down right there. Um, and I, by the way, I want to thank all of our great volunteers who keep our website updated. So there it is, Rally for U.S. Senate, but it's for working people unite beyond left and right. And you can see all of those issues, the lockdowns are against working people. You know, the local farms in Massachusetts across this country are being destroyed. They put so much regulations on these farmers. You know, you know if, if they have a chicken, they got to drive it three hours to go to a USDA place just to slaughter their chicken. There's no way they can sell their chicken at a good price, Okay. Yeah, and exactly. Baker wants to impose a gas tax on people, right? Because he wants to support Markey's bullshit climate change nonsense, okay? The roads and the bridges and the trains are broken. Working people can't even, it takes them two hours to go each way. Election fraud is what they just did to us. Forced vaccinations. They don't want to reopen the schools. They, have, they can send their kids to private schools, but our kids, they put them into public schools and the teachers are afraid to go go there because the HVAC systems don't work, right? No masks yep. is what they're imposing. And then they and they have an entire system of the entire foster care system, which literally removes kids from their parents, which destroys the families. So th this is all attacks on the working people. This is not just about any one issue. All of them is attack on working people. And if you look at all those nine issues there and there are more, it's an attack on truth, freedom, and health. That's why we have to bring people together beyond left and right. That's what. That's the order of the day. All right, guys, it was great. I enjoyed this very much. And again, to everyone listening, we have Nick, we have Chris. Chris, what do you do for a living, Chris? If you can come back to video. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm back on there. You seem quite of a scholar, Chris. What do you do? I'm a, I'm a student. Okay, so we have a student. We have a roofer and we have a, what did, what did you do, Dominic? I'm a truck driver. Truck driver, yeah. So all working guys here in Springfield, Mass. And by the way, to those of you looking, if you look at where Springfield is, if you have Boston and Cambridge, you have a highway called 495 and way west of there, about two hours from here, right? Is Springfield, Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. And yeah. the politicians who live in the little oasis of Boston and Cambridge don't give a damn about Springfield. I think I've gone out there five times already. And so we my sixth time out there. Yeah. It's where everyday yeah, people uh, are. So yeah, I look forward absolutely. to meeting you guys again tomorrow. All right, buddy. Okay. Thanks again, Dr. Shiva. Okay, good. Be well, guys. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. Be well. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Bye-bye. So anyone, thank you, everyone. Uh, that was Nick, Chris, and Dominic. And uh, these are hardworking people out in Springfield, Massachusetts. And so I was very honored to be able to interview uh, by them to answer their questions. And I look forward to going out there. So everyone, by the way, please go to Shiva for Senate, support the campaign, uh, support yourself and volunteer 
If you want to be part of our team, just email me, vashiva at vashiva.com or go to the website. We need about 40 more people to help us make phone calls. We need another 40 digital warriors. That's what we need. So this is the time to act. We have less than 30 days. We need your help. Thank you, everyone. Have a good night and be the light. And we got to fight. Thank you.